superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. And we are staggering in for the Monday morning podcast. Let me tell you, that was a crazy Sunday of NFL football, injuries to talk about, players to pick up, explosive offenses, and uh, some less than thrilling defenses one might talk about as well. We've got a lot to break down. Luckily, I have two very good friends to do that with. Of course, Pat Fitzmorris is here as always every Monday, and Derek Brown, D-Bro, the king of bros. We're going to help everybody pick up the right players for week four in the NFL. We still got a couple games left, and obviously if anything breaks just like last week when there was that Nick Chubb injury, we will have that microcast on our podcast feed to break down any further uh, remnants of waiver wire that you might have. We also, don't forget, have the live streams here on our YouTube channel Every single Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, myself and Derek Brown. So you've got plenty of waiver wire help. It's a journey, and we want to hold hands with you on that journey of waiver wire to championships. Uh, Pat Fitzmaurice, it was a crazy week of football. Uh, The Miami backfield, I know, is going to be a hot topic here that we're going to talk about. We'll get to the most added player in a second. But uh, you and I have been watching football a very long time. Uh, I've never seen a 70 spot in the NFL (laughs) in my lifetime. That was something to behold. We literally haven't, Joe. I'm an old man, and the last time it happened was before I was born. So uh, just crazy, like a, a complete avalanche of points. And I think, you know, unfortunately, some fantasy teams got buried beneath an avalanche of points. But um, I love those weeks, though, where there's a lot of scoring like that. You know, even if you come out on the wrong end of things, it, it still is more entertaining when it, than one of those days where – it's back up tight end scoring all the touchdowns and, you know, a bunch of low scoring <laughs> games like yesterday was a lot of fun. Got to embrace it, it even uh, if your team's lost. Andrew Erickson on the betting pro show called the anytime touchdown and bet on Donald Parham Jr. By the way, I just wow. want to say like at 30 wow. to one. Wow. So that's why you watch the show. That was his, that was his favorite long shot of Friday show. Go subscribe to betting pros, uh, multiple choice for you, Derek Brown. What was more embarrassing uh, this past week? Was it, the Dallas Cowboys losing to the Cardinals. Was it the tackling of the Denver Broncos or was it you a sleeping in and missing Monday show last week? <laughs> hmm? Damn. Oh, man. Wow. I woke up, I woke I up this morning and I, I chose violence, Derek. I woke I just, up this morning I and I chose violence. We were all, <laughs> I didn't realize we were strolling down violence street today, Joe. I did. Wow, I woke up this baby. morning and I chose violence. That it was a bad betting day for me. I'm in a sour mood. I'm in a sour I mood. I don't even think I have to sit here and like answer the question. I basically just gave my answer. <laughs> you did. I love you anyway. These things happen. It was a very funny thing. But anyway, let's get to the waiver wire pickup of the week. And I think you all know who it's going to be. Running backs. Devon A. Chain, running back of the Miami Dolphins, 46% rostered on sleeper. He is the sleeper waiver wire ad of the week. His roster percentage is going to uh, go very, very quickly up through things. Now, he was just started 
in 4% of sleeper leagues yesterday. I actually picked him up in a guillotine league yesterday in the morning because he was floating around the waiver wire. And I just said, well, you know, I love Moster, but if Moster gets hurt, you know, <laughs> like we all know A-Chain's the guy next on the on the list. Uh, I did not play him. I also picked him up in a, a CVS Experts League that I'm in. Of course, I did not play him. So I had 50 points on my bench. So <clears throat> the instincts were there. That's good. I saved myself some money on the waiver wire. But Debro, I mean, we have to start here with Devon A-Chain because this was a stunning uh, game. Uh, let me just put it in perspective. 70 points, second uh, most in NFL history, 726 yards, second most in NFL history in a game. Also, the Dolphins were the first team ever to have 350 yards passing and rushing in the same game. That has wow. never happened uh, in the history of the NFL. It was incredible. But again, are we chasing our tail when it comes to Devon A-Chain or is A-Chain, even with Jalen Waddle back, even with Mostert, maybe Jeffrey Wilson Jr. in a few weeks, worth rostering? He's definitely worth rostering. Uh, I know uh, Mr. Fitzmorris and myself are going to have a little bit of divide this week, so foreshadowing here. But I definitely think he's worth rostering, obviously. I mean, look at what he did this week. I mean, over 200 yards rushing. Now, is that replicable over <laughs> <laughs> upcoming? No, obviously not. But... Devon A. Chain got 45% of the running back carries where I guess we're going to, we're going to divide here is that Mostert ran 18 routes versus A. Chain's 11. And I know there's a lot of noise because this game was a blowout and stuff. The mm -hmm. talent is real for A. Chain. And so, yes, you need to be bidding aggressively for him because we're out there looking on the waiver wire and it's like, who are the guys that can be difference maker can be players that could, I mean, carry us to, to fantasy championships a-Chain is a guy that could possibly do that. So I think bidding aggressively for him is where it's the move right now. Now, how aggressively mm -hmm. we're going to talk about. Right. I mean, I'm willing to go like 20, 25 percent. I think that's aggressive, but I might not be as aggressive as Pat is on this one. OK, well, this is an interesting conversation because A-Chain is the guy, Debro, you know, that I was in on going into the season, mm -hmm. right? I, I was fading yep. most years, fading Wilson. I'm like, those guys are always hurt. Give me A-Chain. And you yelled at me, he's too small. And you were right. He is too small, but he is fast. And this is an explosive offense. This is not your normal mom and pop offense that you're used to in the NFL, what you're seeing here. 18 rushes for 203 yards. He was averaging 11 point. Two eight yards per carry yesterday. The tackling was absurd, by the way. The Denver Broncos just quit. I think they quit when it was 21, and it was just pathetic after that. He also caught four balls, which, again, two touchdowns there, two touchdowns on the ground. Pat, when it comes to A-Chain, you know, he had that injury right before the season started, right? It was a shoulder, I believe, if memory yes. serves. So all of a sudden, his draft stock kind of went, you know, gone. It became an undrafted guy for the most part in those late drafts because people didn't want to touch him. What realistic can we can we expect here from a chain because Waddle was not playing yesterday and Mostert was spectacular yesterday and the Denver Broncos were less than spectacular yesterday. It was the perfect storm. The question is, is it worth investing in for the future? Because this Miami Dolphins offense, although great, we know that they can spread the ball around and we know Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle typically are the alphas in this offense. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, Joe, uh, I'm a little relieved that Debro did not call the Jeff Wilson police on me to break up the Devon A. Chain party. He was, based on what he was telling me last night, I thought he was, uh, you know, basically giving me a warning that Jeff Wilson was going to come off IR and, and the Devon A. Chain party was going to be over. I was going to have to untap the kegs, pack up the pinatas, um, and, and mainly just because, you know, Debro didn't get his invitation to the party. It got lost in the mail, Debro, I swear. Didn't mean to not invite you to the Devon A-Chain party. Um, but, Joe, like, 
Devon A-Chain is exactly the sort of back who does not need a workhorse type role. And look, there are half right. a dozen true workhorses in the NFL. You need guys who can thrive in a multi-pronged backfield. And Devon A-Chain can be that guy because he has explosive playmaking ability for four three speed and and we saw that on his 67 yard touchdown run at the end of the game yesterday and pass catching ability like those are the things that can make a committee back pop and i said in the off season like i mean i was watching texas a&m games last fall joe just to watch devon Chain because the aggies were not a fun watch last year no they were not ask aggies fans and um you know but like i just fell for Chain because I felt like I was watching the second coming of Warwick Dunn with this dude's speed That's a really and his good comparison. I like and that his one. contact balance. And we saw that contact balance on that little shovel pass touchdown. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> like he just pinballed off a tackler on that play. And, you mm-hmm. know, that was the, the bad Denver ta- tackling that you were talking about, Joe. But I mean, at the height of Warwick Dunn's powers, he was not a workhorse back either. He had mm-hmm. the A-train, right. Mike Allstott. It was thunder and yeah. lightning, baby. And uh, no doubt that Mostert and probably Jeff Wilson are going to be factors in this backfield too. But those guys have gotten hurt a lot. And even if this does turn out to be a three-man backfield, like I think A-train is going to have standalone value because of what he brings to the table. Now, what would you be your bid? If, if aggressive for Derek is 2025, what would yours be? Look, we know how desperate people get at the running back position, especially in a year where, you know, people have already lost Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, uh, you know, for some length of time, Saquon Barkley and Austin Eckler, I'd go to 40 percent. All right. 40 percent is a lot. Now, Derek, let's let's get your take here on the difference, because this is a pretty big difference between the two of you. And I always spend a lot on a chain. But again, people might be spending a lot of a chain. So we got to spend some time on it. Um, to me, he's an interesting flex back because he's got that explosiveness. That was my intrigue with him in the offseason. Anyway, the explosiveness of a chain. He doesn't have to touch the ball 25 times. He has to touch the ball five times. And one of those just has to be a touchdown. One of those has to be a big explosive play. And that's what he does now. Yesterday, he played against basically those wacky, flailing, inflatable arm tube guys. That was basically the defense of the Denver Broncos. So that being said, why are you only at the 25 mark as opposed to the 40? You don't see you see Jeffrey Wilson basically coming in and making this even harder. Is that it? Basically? Yeah, I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. And I, I look, look, Pat, I got El Jefe uh, on, on speed dial over here. OK, that, that that's that's a fact. I, just am, I, I was waiting, waiting to bring up a man here and. This comes down to, yes, I think this is going to be a three-way backfield. I think that uh, Devon A-Chain has the upside, but outside of projecting an injury for Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, which, yes, I know, we got our injury jokes, and that, that, that's a possibility. Oh, but I mean, it's just reality. Outside of Raheem that, Mostert is not, is not built for 17 games. That's it. It's not a knock on him as a player. But can all three of them hold up if they're getting eight to ten touches per game? Probably. And then it's... It's a dice throw of okay. Well, who's getting the red zone work? Well, who's but to Pat's point, work? I want I want the guy with the the, the four two speed and the and the crazy athleticism and all that stuff. Even though he's the smaller guy, so I get it. And Mostert's not the biggest dude either. I know he's a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but it's just this offense. It's so creative. The way they disguise things and hide things really interesting. By the way, before we get to the rest of the names, it's not just Devon A Chain today. I promise you all. But uh, there was a poll that our producer John put up over on Spotify. I believe it was. Uh, who will produce more fantasy points the rest of season? Raheem Mostert and Devon A-Chain. Debra, you want to take a, a wild guess? I don't know if you saw the results, what that poll was. Who won that? Oh, dear. Um, 
I'm guessing it's a landslide for A-Chain now. Not a landslide, but 51-48. Pat, does that surprise you or no? Um, Prisoners I, of the moment. Yeah, people people <laughs> do like the new shiny object. I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. surprised it's that close. You know, like, I, I think that's what too. it should be. Or <laughs> It's not like Mostert didn't have a bunch of touchdowns yesterday, too. I know, I'm like... <laughs> oh, I had so much Mostert in DFS yesterday, but I didn't have enough, too. It was so sad. Oh, Look, I'm if, so if Mostert today. stays healthy, I think he <sighs> outscores A-Chain the rest of the year. I do, but... Uh, if Mostert stays healthy, that is a, uh, you know, Grand Canyon sized if. It is. Uh, all right. Before we get to the rest of the running back, so I remind everybody that obviously, you know, football is back for another week and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in the NFL action with great offers every single day. New customers can bet five bucks and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five bucks down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. It's very easy. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game this September. So football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with the promo code fantasy pros and new customers can bet just five bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with that promo code fantasy pros. The crown is yours at DraftKings gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. Licensing partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 or over age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings dot com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply all right let's get back to the action and the other running backs so we have a, a variance there between devon a chain opinion but i think good opinions for everybody out there listening to marinate on let's talk about tajay spears uh, another running back that uh, goodness knows you know uh, we liked him in the combine we liked him in college Pat, he is rostered in 32% of leagues. Uh, He seems pretty relevant and one of the more relevant, I guess, timeshare backs at this point. How aggressive should people be on Spears this week? I've got 5%, and he is a true lottery ticket in that if Derrick Henry were to go down, Spears would be the featured back and, and would immensely be, you know, the role would be so valuable. But here's the thing. That offensive line is so bad that Derrick Henry is currently averaging, what, 3.2 yards per carry? So I do worry that this workhorse role might not be as valuable as it has been for the Titans. That's interesting point of view, too. Um, also, Miles Garrett is really good, too. So as bad as that offensive line was, Miles Garrett was pretty impressive yesterday. Debro, how about you with Spears? I know there's another guy we've talked about before, but I feel like if you're not preparing for this potential after this chub injury of some of these other backfield it's not about just handcuffing it's about handcuffing situations where we think there's talent is this one of those in tennessee i think so and that that's why i I put my bid for tajay spears between three and five percent and i i just don't think it's going to cost you much to sit here and get him on your team but i I, i'm firmly with pat all of his points i mean the upside is there but there's concerns i mean this entire offense is abysmal right now like Mm -hmm just watching this team try to get up and down the field. It's, it's a tough scene guys. Like regardless of however we want to splice this, like Ryan Tannehill is not playing great football. Derrick Henry's running into brick walls because the offensive line can't block wide receivers are either hurt or in the case of Traylon Burks, not getting open. So really what type of upside do we have? Even though I am a huge fan of the talent of Tajay Spears. Like if you look at 
all of his elusivity metrics, like the guy's breaking tackles, he's playing well, he's lightning in a bottle. This is Devon A. Chain, except transplanted in Tennessee. At, but with all of the with that transplantation comes all the warts that ha, that is Tennessee right now. So the bids can't be that high, even though you know could Derrick Henry go down? Could he get traded? There are a lot of outs for Spears here, but still, there's a lot of worries too. All right, uh, obviously. Same breath, Eli Mitchell, right? Elijah Mitchell is another guy that you could potentially look in that same thing. He would become very valuable if there's a, an injury. So starting to back ourselves up, he is 47% rostered over on Sleeper. Debro, how about Elijah Mitchell? Is he more valuable in your mind and should be more aggressive than a guy like Spears? I mean, I think you're just not going to have to pay much for to get Elijah Mitchell. I, mm -hmm. I do agree that he... Which should probably cost you more, but I don't think that's going to be the case out there on the waiver wire. So again, three to 5%, I think he's the clearer handcuff to CMC. And so stacking him on your roster, as long as you got the bench space. Yeah, I'm totally for that. Pat, your thoughts on Mitchell? I would go up to 7%. I think he might be, he's either mm. the most or second most valuable handcuff. I think maybe Tyler Algier, you could make a case for him just because he might have some standalone playability. Elijah mm. Mitchell really doesn't, but boy, if anything were to happen to Christian McCaffrey, and by the way, things often happen to Christian McCaffrey, Mitchell is just a, a weekly must start, a weekly top 10 back in that offense. You know, this I is. I agree to Algiers worth more because you saw it last year yeah, for the whole season. Yeah, that, that's agreed. more important. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Go ahead, Pac. You had more. No, on and I was just going to say, as with Spears, you know, Mitchell mm -hmm. would immediately be thrust into a heavy duty workload, but uh, the, the supporting cast. You can't even compare the two supporting cast 49ers versus Titans. Mm -hmm. 49ers are a machine on offense. Let's take a quick break in the action to tell you about Whatnot. If you haven't heard about Whatnot yet, allow me to introduce you to this incredible platform. Whatnot is the world's leading live shopping platform, often described as a unique blend of eBay and Twitch. Here's how it works. Streamers go live to conduct auctions where they sell a wide range of items, including sports cards, jerseys, sneakers, and much more. This week, in the hobby of sports card collecting, the highly anticipated NFL product Flawless was released. It's been making waves in the hobby with cards worth six figures or more being pulled on a daily basis, and you can snag a $10 discount on your first purchase by going to whatnot.com slash user slash fantasy pros 2023. Again, that link is whatnot.com slash user slash fantasy pros 2023. And by clicking sign up in the upper right corner to automatically redeem the offer, don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. Again, sign up when you go to whatnot.com slash user fantasy pros 2023 to redeem your $10 discount. The link will also be in the description. So check out whatnot today. And now back to the action. All right, one more guy, too. I know it's a mixed backfield, but Jarek McKinnon rostered in 54% of leagues. I'm sure after yesterday, people might be, you know, poking around and saying, hey, I remember last year when it was good. Pat, is he worth a flyer, like a buck or two even this week? Nope. He is nope. not. Staying away. He, is, okay. he had 10 touchdowns last year, averaging 7.5 touches a game. Like, you, when do you start him and feel good about it? Because if he does not get it in the end zone for you, you right. are going to have, like, a rock-bottom output from him. And, like, this year, I think he's only had 10 touches through th three games. I believe 10 touches. Yeah, he yeah, got in the end zone twice. The football yesterday. He had some good physical runs, some extended play runs. Debro, same thoughts for you when it comes to McKinnon? 
I mean, I'm willing to throw out one to two percent just because we have seen that type of run out. He's still mm-hmm. the receiving back in one of the best offenses in the NFL. And we saw it last week. I mean, yes, the touchdowns are unsustainable unless we're talking about freaking Patrick Mahomes. Like Jarrett McKinnon did after he got, went on down that stretch run, led the entire NFL in receiving touchdowns. I understand that. But the guy just got in the box twice yesterday. That can happen a lot of different weeks. So I'm not saying to start the guy or to feel good about it. But as a bench stash, Pacheco's been banged up. They don't want to play CEH unless they absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. I think he's got some value. All right, let's get through some of these names, too, that you might want to drop in your leagues. Joshua Kelly, Debro, can you drop him after yesterday in the looming return of Austin Eckler, we hope, this week? It depends on who you're dropping him for, because I think you get another week of uh, starter run out of him. Now, I know that's not very valuable, but mm-hmm. he's still going to get touches in that offense. Pat, do you agree the same way? Yeah, I mean, he plays the Raiders this week. It's a decent matchup. I mean, the fear is... Well, I mean, the Minnesota Vikings, in theory, were a good matchup, too. Like, yep, that, that was what's so far. I mean, he should have run rough shot right. over them, considering what DeAndre Swift did to them last Thursday. So I, I guess that's my struggle with when it comes to Josh Kelly. Yesterday was such a smash spot, and it just failed. Would you drop him, let's say, for Tajay Spears or Eli Mitchell? I would. It depends if I had other alternatives. Like, if I had some other wide receiver, I could flex. If I've got two better backs two top 20 top 25 backs sure Mm. um like my faith in josh kelly is minimal but if i'm really hurting at running back i might have to keep him around one more week i would say if i'm three and oh i cut him and i'm looking for one of the long-term solution guys like spears or elijah mitchell i think that's that's my point all right how about dalvin cook i know that sounds crazy but hear me out dalvin cook yesterday eight for 18 week two four for seven week one 13 for 32 Pat Fitzmaurice, can he drop Dalvin Cook? Yeah, I don't think it's crazy at all. Absolutely. Uh, drop him with no I hesitation. this might be a hot take when I added nope. it, but Debro, Pat seems to be on board. Are you dropping Dalvin Cook? You with me or no? No, we're, we're all in agreement, baby. We're oh. hugging this one out. We're, we're, we're getting back on the same page here, Joe. Um, I'm totally, I don't think this is a hard call at all. Like, what would we be excited about for Dalvin Cook? He's not breaking tackles. Well, He's the Zach one Wilson. B back in a terrible offense. Like, <laughs> We're all excited about I mean, it's, it's, it's not nice, man. All, right. all like, right. Let me throw some other names out at you. Tank Bigsby, Sean Tucker, Ezekiel Elliott, and Matt Parita. Before we move on to wide receiver, any of these guys worth adding for you this week, Debro? Who would be the one? Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker. I would be adding Sean Tucker. I think Rashad White's hold on this backfield is tentative at best. I think he'd take over the backfield. So Sean Tucker's the one that I'd be tossing the chips in. All right. How about you, Pat? Of this I mean, grouping, I, Bigsby, Tucker, uh, Zeke, and Brita. Yeah, it's basically upside versus immediate playability. And I, I do like Tucker as an upside play. I mean, Brita, if you're desperate, he, he's going to be the lead back against Seattle this week. And I know Gary Brightwell mm-hmm. had some touches last week, but it was mostly Brita. He did fall into the end zone. Like, the Seattle defense is, is not good. And even Zeke, like... I mean, I do think that Zeke is probably pretty dusty and and can't help you out much, but maybe he did need kind of a conditioning ramp up because they gave him a lot of work yesterday in that game against the Jets. And I know it was sort of a a grinder-friendly game script for the Patriots. But I just wonder if maybe that sort of 60-40 usage is here to stay for the Patriots. 
Before we move on with the show, let's take a second to talk about Nutrafol. Guys, men think losing their hair is inevitable. It's something that's been on my mind a lot as I've started to get older. But I want you to take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. And this is something that 80% of men will experience in their lifetime, hair thinning. It's completely normal but that doesn't mean it has to be your fate. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Go to Nutrafol.com men to take their hair healthness wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. And it works. In a clinical study, 84% of men showed improvement in their hair after just six months taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplements. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code FANTASYPROS. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men and enter promo code fantasy pros that's com slash men promo code fantasy pros all right let's move on everybody to the wide receivers to add this week and uh before we get into some of like the top guys it's a pretty good week for wide receiver ads too um i do want to mention one other thing going back to the running backs i know roshan johnson is still like 50 percent rostered on yahoo but obviously on sleeper and some other spaces it's more uh if he's still floating around add him this week good matchup next week against uh oh who are they playing all right the denver broncos who don't tackle anybody all right. Sorry about that. I just had to mention that on the show. All right. Let's get to um, the wide receivers. Wide receivers. I want to talk about Mike Williams and the injury looming here. It could be a major one. It could be out for the season. Again, it's morning. We're still waiting for official news on that. But that leads us to a very important question. Josh Palmer or Quentin Johnson, Pat Fitzmorris, who would you rather be targeting this week in waivers between those two guys? The more talented Quentin Johnston. And we have seen mm. Josh Palmer uh, thrust into a bigger role in the past with either Mike mm. Williams or Keenan Allen Hurt. And a lot of people thinking that uh, Josh Palmer was like a must play in DFS, a, a you know, sneaky lineup play, a, a flex guy at worst. And it didn't really materialize. Like, I, I think Josh Palmer is a pretty ordinary talent. But right now, he is playing ahead of Quentin Johnston, more snaps, more targets. But if if Mike Williams is out, like, they need an explosive element to this offense. And Quentin Johnston can deliver that element. I don't think Josh Palmer can. Debro, do you agree? I agree adamantly. Um, I have no love for Josh Palmer out on waivers. Mm. I will let other people chase that and uh, to echo pat's point we know who josh palmer is like outside of getting the 66 and a touchdown last week before that walking into this week out of 89 qualified wide receivers he was bottom five in receiving grade and had the lowest yards per route run amongst that 89 wide receivers he's basically just out there getting cardio and that's good for josh palmer but that's not good for us in fantasy so Qu qj is the guy quentin johnston is the guy that people need to be picking up like his 21 percent target per route run rate 
like might be not amazing, but it's not terrible either. And they invested a first round pick in this guy. He's got the talent that if one guy is going to emerge next to Keenan Allen, if Mike Williams is gone for the entire season, that's Quentin Johnston. It's not Josh Palmer. Just doing cardio. In the words of Kenny Powers, I'm not trying to be the best at exercising. All right, let's get to the next <laughs> wide receivers here. We've got uh, Tank Dell. Rostered in 48, excuse me, percent of leagues over on sleeper. Uh, Tank Dell has really been good. I have to say, like, this was the role that I was hoping John Mechie would fill. But Tank Dell seems to be that dude right now for them. Nico Collins also good. I'm so happy because in a league yesterday, D-Bro, I dropped, I didn't drop, I moved Justin Fields to the bench. And I added CJ Stroud. And when you know it, that ended up being the right call. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, am I going to do this? Am I really going to do this? I said, yep, I'm going to do this. And I'm glad I did. Stroud has looked good again. This is a huge win for the Texans. So Tank Dell, how aggressive should we be on him? Because he's out there in half a leagues. 30%, oh, 35%. That's a lot of, that's a lot of I am willing to sit here and dole out the quiche for right. Tank Dell. I think that Tank Dell is the real deal. You do not see a rookie wide receiver come in and in his first two starts and I'm not trying to make a Puka Nakua case here, but with Tank Dell, a 22% target share, he's led the team in targets in each of the last two games. He's got over 3.0 yards per route run and he's doing all of this as a boundary wide receiver. If we didn't know the draft capital or the size and stuff about Tank Dell, people would be clamoring for Tank mm. Dell because this is the type of production. It's it's not a myth. It's not just fallacy. This is the type of production we could see from Tank Dell moving forward where he could be a weekly wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. I mean, he, he's got more targets than Nico Collins in the last two games. And everybody 17. wants to talk about Nico. Yeah. But can we talk about Tank? What he's doing is equally impressive, if not even more impressive, because he's a rookie. And to that point, too, 17 targets, 12 catches over the last two weeks. Uh, Yesterday, five catches for 145 and a touchdown. Pat, this was also the guy that CJ Stroud wanted. So obviously that should also be built into this equation and clearly he's utilizing him. So I know you're probably not going to be as aggressive as Derek maybe on Tank Dell, but is that a mistake? I mean, should people really be looking at the Houston Texans as a viable offense again, which it hasn't been in a very long time? Yeah, I mean, I recommended a big expenditure for Puka in week one because I, I thought that the usage was for real. And I, I think it might be for real for Tank Dell, too, but I generally just don't like spending 30% on a wide receiver. So I got to go a little lower than Debro here. I go up to about 18% if I needed a wide receiver. And... um you know, I, I do like Nico Collins more than I like Tank Dell, but I, I do feel silly that uh, I, I didn't listen to Debro and Thor Nystrom closely enough when they were trying to tell me during prospect season that Tank Dell was uncoverable, like like trying to guard Mercury. They fell in love with him at the Senior Bowl and couldn't quite sell me on him, and I regret it because I didn't get him in any of my Dynasty rookie drafts. But um, I do agree he's worthwhile. I, I still like Nico Collins a little more. That, that week two Nico Collins performance was so eye-opening for me like I I think he is going to be the number one receiver but like Tank Dell could be a nice complimentary number two in a passing offense that is a lot further along than we thought it was going to be the Texans passing game is good CJ Stroud Mm -hmm. is the real deal 
Before we get too far into the show, if you want to make uh, uh, another bold statement after dominating the first three weeks of your fantasy football league, we've got a new giveaway introducing the bling ring from Trophy Smack, the championship ring that shouts victory. That's right, victory. We've teamed up with Trophy Smack to bring you an epic giveaway that will take your league celebrations to the next level. To be eligible, all you need to do is drop a comment below, subscribe to the YouTube channel of Fantasy Pros. That's it. That's all you got to do. And the best part is we'll be announcing that lucky winner right here. So don't forget to turn on those notifications and click that bell till it goes ding so you can get the bling ring. Man, that's some good alliteration. All right, let's get back to the show. Let's package a couple of these uh, Packers together in the wide receiver front because Romeo Dobbs is 52% roster right now. Jaden Reed is 33% roster. Romeo Dobbs yesterday, 12 targets. It's a lot of targets. He only caught five of them, uh, one for a touchdown. Now, Reed almost had a touchdown. Uh, did get broken up there in the end zone. It was very close. Uh, Reed is a guy that I like a lot. He's only 34% rostered currently on sleeper. Yesterday in that game, again, this was a game without Christian Watson still, uh, seven targets, three receptions. Pat, you're Mr. Packer. So let's talk about these two Packer wide receivers because eventually you have to assume that Christian Watson does return and he commands a bit of target share. So how aggressive, if at all, do you want to be on these guys? And can you even just stream them next week and get by? Do you think it's an interesting situation for them against the Detroit Lions who, you know, have shown you they can be passed upon in this league last two weeks yeah they're playable but i don't think either one is a real attractive lineup option maybe they become a little more attractive once we hit the bye weeks and that starts to thin out some of the talent and and maybe people are missing one or two of their receivers um but you mentioned joe christian watson probably is going to be back in week four like he was close in week three Mm -hmm. didn't quite make it back the packers are notoriously conservative with their players coming back from injury but i do think we see watson in week four so that does lower the weekly ceilings a bit for dobbs and for Jaden reed but i think they're both good players and um could still have some value in an offense that has been playing pretty well Debro, your thoughts, who would you rather have and how much would you spend on both of those guys, Dobbs and Jaden Reed? I would much rather have Jaden Reed over Romeo Dobbs. And I understand the playing time stuff. But look, if you're getting one of these guys on your team, you're looking at not only just the short term, you're looking at the long term value of these guys. And Jaden Reed's numbers pop off the page. Like entering this week, he's top 24 in yards per route run and PFF receiving grade. The guy's got talent and he's earning targets at a higher clip and doing more with them than Romeo Dobbs. So... I know that he didn't surpass Romeo Dobbs in two of the last three weeks as far as production wise, but I want the talent. If one guy, if he could, if he gets the playing time, I think that it firmly believe that he could hop Romeo Dobbs in this target pecking order. So I want to sit here and go with the talent, uh, three to five percent, because I just don't think you're going to have to sit here and shell out a lot the, to sit here the and only, get Jane Reed. The only thing is, D bro, he's not going to pass Dobbs in the the playing time peck at least as far as snaps and routes run Dobbs is going to have more of those because he's going to be the guy in two receiver sets without question like that and that's fair and that's fair and Jaden Reed would have to hop Romeo in that two wide set and I know Reed's been playing the slot so it's definitely probably not going to happen but I still would rather bet on the talent all right let's continue on here with wide receivers one more Adam Thielen who had a big game 
if I had listened to Pat Fitzmorris and I bet the over there uh, on Adam Thielen's yardage, it would have been a nicer day for me in the betting side. Uh, 58% rostered. Uh, Pat, he's going to have the red rifle at least for another week. So we're going to buy in here and stream Adam Thielen again. And we get a revenge game, Joe. It's Adam Thielen oh, against the Vikings this week. There so it is. yes, let's go. Absolutely, is, baby. Buy into Adam Thielen after Tank Dell. There's no one I would rather add this week. And we shouldn't be surprised that the veteran quarterback comes into the lineup for the Panthers and immediately leans heavily on the veteran receiver. The the two 30-plus-year-old guys hooking up uh, and, and making it happen against Seattle. So we've seen pretty heavy usage for Adam Thielen two straight weeks now, mm-hmm. and the, no one else is going to step up and be the alpha receiver on this team. Like, Jonathan Mingo so isn't ready for... it's not just for, a short-term thing. You think no, even when Bryce no, Young comes back, it's somewhat sustainable. Yeah, he's the clear number one, I think, whether it's okay. Bryce Young or... Andy Dalton, but you know, if I'm an Adam Thielen investor, I want more of Andy Dalton, quite honestly. And I think we're going to see him one more week. <laughs> Let me tell you, if the Jets had Andy Dalton right now, the Jets would be a playoff team. Just telling you right now, just putting that out there. The Red Rifle could put them into the playoffs, but you're not lying. You're not lying. <sighs> it's sad when a Patriot fan is like, man, if the Jets could just get some decent quarterback play, they could be a really good football team. Oh. Maybe they should trade for Mac Jones. I'm just uh, saying. Let's not get crazy here. All right, uh, Derek Brown, Adam <laughs> Thielen, your thoughts here. How much you want to spend on Adam Thielen? Obviously, you both think that it's not just a one-week wonder. You think it's uh, somebody that's worthy of rostering. And you know, look, he's still available in 40-plus percent of leagues. Yeah, I do. Um, 8 to 10% of your fab. And I think we're looking at a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. at The, mm-hmm. the upcoming matchups, I mean, he's got Minnesota, Detroit, Miami. None of those secondaries are scaring us. And you got to have interest at regardless of age situation, all that kind of stuff for a wide receiver. That's gotten a 25% target share in the last two weeks and has looked good doing it. 1.7 yards per route run. And that's not a, a smash type of output for Adam Thielen, but it's not bad either. That's solid. And if he's commanding that type of volume, I mean, he's going to be a wide receiver three or four with wide receiver two upside, especially in PPR leagues weekly. And don't forget, everybody, the waiver wire column is out already on fantasypros.com. Pat's going to be updating it always as more information and news comes through. And of course, we have our waiver wire rankings there too at fantasypros.com slash rankings. So you can check them out also. So, you know, always use the resources we have, including things like my playbook, where you can use the waiver assistant in all your leagues and see who's available in which league and run to the waiver wire to go pick them up. So use the tools that we're giving you to be successful and to make good choices. That's all we're trying to do here. Just like your parents told you. Could you make good choices, please? That's what we want you to do. Let's talk about making some choices to drop some guys. How about Traylon Burks? I'm done with Traylon Burks. D bro, are you? Bye bye. Bye bye, Traylon. Fitzy, Traylon oh, Burks, Razorback. This is a tough one for me. I I really like him. I I know with DeAndre Hopkins around to be the alpha. Like I probably can't justify it. Like I really, you can you can probably pry him out of my hands, but I would do so very reluctantly. Well, for any of the guys we just mentioned, you have to drop Burks for Thielen, right? You'd have to drop Burks for. I mean, I would drop him for any of the the Packer guys too. I think that's an easy drop. Yeah, I can't argue. I mean, six targets yesterday, one catch for five yards. The uh, last two weeks, three catches, two catches in that first game too. I that's uh, been bad. How about Juju Smith Schuster? Can we drop him, Pat? Yes. It's over. It's yes. Done. Oh my gosh, he's averaging like three point six yards per target. I mean, this is the he, he's twenty six. This is a guy who, when he was twenty two, had a fourteen hundred yard season. What it, it like Yogi Berra <laughs> says it 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 gets late early out here, man. 
It does. Uh, yeah, so far yesterday, again, bad weather game, Jets defense, all that stuff. But even the game before, five of six for 28 yards, D-Bro. That's not exactly fantasy dreams. I'm sitting here wondering why you have to drop him because I'm questioning why anybody has him on a roster. So... Yeah, that uh, makes sense. me with it. All right, Oof. let's uh, talk about some other guys out there. Uh, we already talked about the two guys in um, Los Angeles for the Chargers, so we'll leave Quentin Johnson and Palmer out. We'll talk about them more at the end of the show. Josh Downs, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Justin Watson, TJ Shark, uh, Marvin Mims, any of these guys that are floating out there, you want to take a flyer on D-Bro this week? I mean, yeah, I, I want to sit here and cultivate all the Marvin Mims that I possibly can. Okay. Uh, it, he's he's Just not playing the in a full-time role. And he he needs to be like he's leading Denver in basically every single metric. And this is all in a part time role. What's he going to do when Sean Payton finally wakes up and says, you know what? We need to let the young kid play. I need to stop sitting here rolling out all these other has been or never were wide receivers. And we need to let Marvin Mims play. The kid is talented. Every time he's gotten on the field, he's produced in a big Big way. Like we talked about Quentin Johnston and the upside that he presents. What happens to Marvin Mims when he gets a full-time role? Fair enough. How about you, Fitzy? Anybody on that list? Palmer, Aguilar, Bourne, Watson, Shark, Mims, Downs that excite you? I mean, not Mims. Just to push back a Debra, I think he's Mims has run like 22 routes the last two weeks. And I know like the yards per route run is like 10. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, but it, as, unless that role expands, and they're not going to kick Sutton or Judy to the curb unless they deal one of those guys. But we know. I was going to say, we're becoming very close to being irrelevant, and I one know, of those guys is a trade almost, target. We almost sure. never. But Johnson or little Jordan Humphrey? That, they can't go to the that bench? That we want to see. Like, that, at least I mean, let this guy. We're kind of making the same case that we did for QJ, though, Pat. I agree. Like, he's not running a lot of routes. Different are draft we, are capital. Are we shading though. him? Quinn Johnson had much well, more draft capital, so I think huge, you've got to force first your hand versus there. versus second round. I mean, we're still now. Nowadays, that's here's I, I the difference, saying, bro. But, yeah. the, but the, the Denver Broncos need to recoup some. Look, after this Russell Wilson trade, they need to recoup some draft picks. It would behoove them not to move one of these wide receivers. I think Mims is an interesting long term ad. Yeah, to, Quentin, to Quentin Johnston might eventually play in two receiver sets. We're not going to see Marvin Mims in two receiver sets. That's the difference. Not right now. That's yeah. fair enough. So, right, and then the one guy before fair. we move on to the before we get to the streaming guys, you thought? God, I'm I'm like mildly interested in. You don't just, have to pick one. I don't want to twist your yeah, arm. Yeah, I mean, I I don't love any of these guys, but uh, Justin Watson does interest me because he is getting the deep routes. Like none of these. None of these Chiefs receivers individually has a great deal of value. But, like, if there's one, no. I, I'm getting to the point where Watson would probably be the one I would take if you forced me to take one because he is getting the highest value targets. All right, Pat, We're let's not forcing get... you, Pat. I don't want to force you to do that. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the uh, streamers of the week. Let's start with quarterback, Pat. Who do you have for the people? Quarterbacks, tight ends, and defenses. It's the Red Rifle going against Minnesota, a, a terrible defense. Oh, and man. they just, they turned Andy Dalton loose yesterday against Seattle. 34 mm-hmm. of 58 for 361 yards, two touchdowns. And then he gets this juicy matchup against the Vikings. Yes, perfect streamer for week four. I can't believe the Vikings lost that game, especially when Brandon Staley Oof. tried to go far at his own 25. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Vikings, uh, Vikings fans, I mean, has anyone checked on Thor? We checked on Thor. Is I, he, I, I had to put a, put a out wellness a text check just for a health check. Oh my last god! Night Let's on do a Thor. wellness he's, check. On he's Thor. okay. He's, well, he's safe. Thor, and sound. Is, he's good. Thor is designs on Caleb Williams now, so he might actually be happy. 
That's true. He, he might actually be happy, and he's he also was, uh, reveling in all the Tank Dell right now. So rooting for the Cardinals yesterday. Rooting for the Cardinals. He got a big win. All right. Uh, how about you, D, bro? Uh, who's your streaming QB of the week? It's going to be whoever's under center for the Raiders this week. And whether that's Jimmy Garoppolo, I know that uh, evaluation for a concussion, or it's Aiden O'Connell. And I know we're going mm-hmm. down the well here, but... We saw what Andy Dalton did in a plus matchup. That's what the Chargers are, baby. Like, allowing the second most fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks, the most passing yards in the NFL. We know he has competent weapons with Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whoever's under center for the Raiders, I think, oh. is going to sit here and put up some nice numbers next All week. All right. Uh, let's go on to the week. streaming tight ends. Who do you have, Derek Brown? Okay, it's not pretty out there, people. And I know that you know, you're going to have to sit here and walk with me for a second here. But Chickaconquo, if he's out there, I know that his roster percentage is, is above 50% on some sites. It's 47% on Yahoo. If people have dropped him, that's the guy that I want to go after. Because the way that you attack the Cincinnati Bengals' pass defense is you stay away from their outside corners. You attack them via the slot and with tight ends. And so looking at Cincinnati, this has been the case for the last three seasons. And it holds true this year. Third most fantasy points per game allowed to tight end. So in Chig, we trust. All right. How about you, Pat? Streaming tight end. I want a better player in a better offense. So I'll take Luke Musgrave. Um, eight targets yesterday, six catches, 49 yards, and Jordan Love missed him on a seam route that would have gone for at least 30. For some reason, mm-hmm. Jordan Love seems to save his worst throws for Luke Musgrave. I mean, the dude is <laughs> six, six, and somehow Love has a knack for throwing it like 10 feet over Luke Musgrave's head. But like Luke Musgrave is going to pop eventually. This guy's good. Well, uh, one tight end popped yesterday with Sam Laporta, Sammy Ballgame, who we've been talking about on this show for weeks. We were talking about drafting Sam Laporta, so I hope we all scooped him up. All right, streaming defense of the week. Pat, I'm going to let you say this, but I got to say, I I, I want to talk about wellness Uh checks. This might be a wellness check after. Hold on your hat. This one's going to peel your wig back, Daddy-O. The Denver (laughs) Broncos. The Denver Broncos, who just gave up 70 points, their next two opponents are the Chicago Bears and the Arizona Cardinals. And I know we are about to have a, uh, you know, the the pathos bowl with the Broncos and the Bears facing off in week four. Bet on the Broncos in that one. I mean, the Bears are so disheveled right now. It's it's unbelievable how dysfunctional that offense is. And Justin Fields, sack magnets, interception machine. Mm like cash in on this. And it, you have to think that the Broncos are going to like not enjoy the taste of their own blood in their mouths. Like, and they, they were wow. embarrassed in week three. <sighs> so, I mean, I'll, I'll say the Broncos are going to put up like 15 or more fantasy points this week. Some game of Thrones stuff there from Pat I, Fitzmaurice. Pat's doing fire right I now, thought man. I chose violence this morning, but Pat Fitzmaurice took it to were, another level. I thought you pulled out the sword, Dean man. Bro, uh, let's talk about your streaming defense of the week. Who is it? I, I don't even know how to follow I gotta come I'm, strong. I'm recommending a team that just gave up 70 points as a streaming defense. I, mean, I, I got to come. That's, that's I got to bring the fire. With such classical authority that I think anyone, no one could argue. It was pretty, it was moving. It yeah. was very moving. I mean, that was biblical, man. That was very impressive. <laughs> um, Pat, uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make this easy. We're just going to go with the Bengals here. And I know I just talked about Chig, but Tennessee is going to be down in this game. Um, Burrow or not, uh, the defense is still extremely good. We talked about at ad nauseum in this show about how bad Tennessee's offensive line is and how bad, like how Ryan Tannehill has been struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're going to go with the Bengals here. 
Pat, let's get your top five waiver wire priorities of the week for those people who aren't spending fab. How would you rank the waiver priority guys? All right, Devon HN number one, Tank Dell number two. Um, I'm including Roshan Johnson because he is rostered in fewer than half of Yahoo leagues. And I think maybe the Bears do try a sea change. They they have to shake something up here and just let Roshan be Justin Fields' protector. One of the things he does really well is is block. Mm-hmm. So maybe Justin Fields could use that. I've got Roshan third, Adam Somebody, Thielen yeah. fourth, and then Luke Musgrave fifth. Debro, you have an order for everybody? Yeah, Tank Dell's number one, Devon A. Chain's number two. If Roshan is out there, he'd be number my number three. Um, if he's not, it's Adam Thielen, Luke Musgrave, and I'll throw Tajay Spears on the end of the bench here. All right, everybody. Uh, great stuff today, as always. I know we went a little long, so we're going to bag the mailbag for today, but we'll bring that back. Of course, if you want your questions answered, go to our Discord, fantasypros.com slash chat. And again, don't also forget to check out DraftKings, the official sports book uh, of the NFL, uh, go deposit five bucks, win 200. Sounds good to me. Just go place your wagers and use that promo code FANTASYPROS when you do. And don't forget to check out FANTASYPROS.com for the waiver wire article and all of our waiver wire tools so you can get the best players on your fantasy teams and kick everyone else's butt. And then maybe you can get a cameo from Pat Fitzmorris to talk trash to your opponents because let me tell you, that's the guy you want. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Pat and Debro. I'm Joey P., We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasypros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.